black and beautiful. I remember telling my mom that I was seeing a therapist around that time. And while other people are like, or I was so afraid. I remember being so afraid to even admit to my mom that I was seeing a therapist. But because in my head, I was just like, that must mean that I'm broken or something's wrong with me. Mm. Which is what comes up a lot, you know. I feel like, especially in the black community, people are like, "Well, what's wrong with you? Why do you need to see a therapist?" It's it doesn't mean that you're broken. It just meant that you know I needed a a way to explore my feelings, and a way to place sort of and navigate through what I'm feeling. And I feel like back then it was a little different, but now it's getting more and more talked about, and it's becoming something that's more accessible. So very very thankful for that. Yeah. So just. You know, before, like I said, when I was growing up, therapy was like something I always wanted to do or something I thought I would always benefit from, even though people around me were like, you don't need to do that. You're fine or whatever. So when I finally got to experience, I remember one of my first counselors, um, it wasn't my very first, but it was shortly thereafter. So after college, they were like, you know, Camille, you have an unusual openness to counseling. Most people aren't this open to counseling or or willing to share as much as you do it, you know? And so I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You know, I just, I just thought this was a thing that works. And I, like, I always fully trusted my therapist. Like I've had therapists of all genders and races and stuff. So that's been really interesting too. And I've had some really, really good ones over the years. Uh, three in particular stand out to me at three different points in my life. Bold, black, and beautiful. A culture and society podcast Brought to you by Kelly Sloan and Camille Lucas.